welcome to our episode of the Nintendo Entertainment Podcast. I am Trek First Time. So today is Wario Will. I gotta say, Job Keely, you actually done pretty good this time around. Yes, I said it. Like the fact that you pretty much upstaged the Sony presentation of it by miles is an accomplishment. Holy moly. Broken clock is right twice a day, Will. Remember that. And then the game <laughs> awards will be like, well, yeah, we we knew it. He was he was terrible the whole time. So yeah. Also here is Skullkit Scott. Excuse me, just let me wipe my tears off from that Final Fantasy VII Rebirth trailer. Yes! <laughs> oh. So, wait a minute. Wouldn't If a whole bunch of Final Fantasy people cried during that, wouldn't that be the Tears of the Kingdom? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, couldn't, sorry, I couldn't resist. And, ladies and gentlemen, I am here today to report a miracle. Because after dying last week, Faith has been blessed by the horse god and resurrected... So she is now here. So Falco Faith is back. Hi. I I, I have a horse now. <laughs> yes, it's still does. with us. <laughs> I haven't killed it yet. Yeah. Good. Good. Yeah. There's still the time. keyword yet. Yeah. There's still time. Like legit. I was on Twitter one day and uh, someone said I'm gonna quit the game because of this. I'm like, what could possibly make you quit the game? And this guy was riding the horse away from a monster. This monster did this bull crap attack and it killed the horse in one shot. I'm like, oh, yeah. I would quit. Yeah. I would cry myself to sleep. Right, <laughs> not as long as you meet with the horse god, you'd be okay. Sure. All right, so today, and then, hey. and then, and then I would call Todd having a meltdown. Yeah, she would. She totally would do that. <laughs> Anyway, we have an interesting show for you today. So we'll get all started with what have you been playing? And Faith, since you are newly resurrected, regale the people of how what you've been playing. So do you want to know something crazy? You only have one horse. Too soon? Well, yes, but... Do you want to know something else? Zelda, that Wait. much this week. But tell me. Do you want to know what I have been playing? Z uh, oh. Dream Out Valley. Oh, here we go. Uh, yeah, Save it yeah. for the news, but no. <laughs> not Xenoblade. Not Xenoblade. <laughs> not, that, not, not like, not like real Nintendo games. I've been playing. What? But yeah, that's all I've been playing, really. Oh. I've just, I've just been, huh? Did talk us about it? <laughs> I think my thing's delayed. I really don't know. A little bit. Um, a little bit but no, I've really only been playing. Um, I've only really been playing Disney Dream My Valley. Um, I haven't made it very far in the new update, but I'll save that for later. But I haven't made it very far. I've mainly just been like designing my house because I had to take screenshots for work. It's like I want my house to look pretty and not like a dump pole that it looks like right now because I have stuff all over the floor. So. <laughs> Keep going. That's it. <laughs> okay, okay. That's like, it. Nothing to real girls of your adventures or the characters, just like, just basically grinding to the point of decorating your house, basically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, the, the few hours I have a day, which is like an hour or 30 minutes to actually play anything, I've just been like doing tiny little movements to the house. <laughs> yeah. Like yesterday, I added a window. <laughs> well, not just that. Last night, you uh, you were over the moon because you got to customize your bed. Yeah, I did. I got to customize 
is this bedspread and i probably sat there for probably what would you say like an hour or something i did the pillows one color well you have two sets of pillows you have like your your throw pillows um and then you have like your your actual pillow pillows and so i did each pillow like a different shade color i wanted the comforter to be it was this whole thing and then after i finished the bed i realized that the wood did not match the rest of the furniture inside of the room that i wanted to put the bed in so i had to go back in there and change the colors of the wood and make it match and then i just did it all black because black's just easier and it was this whole thing and then finally i got the bed perfect yep and <laughs> I'm getting a whole feeling of basically she's basically a home designer at that moment. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then and then she comes to me and she shows me the picture. I'm like, you know, the irony of this is that you're you're sitting on your bed right now making a bed that you are now sitting on in Disney Dreamlight Valley. And she goes, <laughs> yes, I am doing that. Like, it's art limiting life, ladies and gentlemen. That's how it works. Yeah, and she was on her phone, too. And I'm on my phone texting you. It was great. It was great. Yep. <laughs> art imitating life imitating art so and hey that's fine if that's all you've been playing i know you enjoy your your drizzney your disney dream drizzney for short you know all the homeboys we all we know what's really called drizzney so yeah so but no i i'm glad you've been enjoying that and i've been teasing her about it because we both love the character Stitch and she occasionally just takes pictures of Stitch and shows it to me like when he was sitting on a bench one time and I'm like yeah that, that's adorable so. it was so cute ah, it was so cute I'm <clears throat> so. <laughs> yeah alright uh, let's see Scott what have you been playing alrighty so I've been playing a whole lot um, Joy I haven't I know it's weird I've been playing Honkai Star Rail with the new update. Ah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Able yeah. to actually finish that before too long. And then most of my other time has been spent trying to speedrun the Cold Steel games because I finally beat two and I want to get through four before Reverie comes out, which is only in a month. Oh, jeez. Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. <laughs> which, in case you're wondering, is that a lot of time? No, it's not a lot of time because uh, these games are about 60, 80 hours long each. And I don't have a whole lot of time to play throughout the day. <laughs> yeah, life and work and things. I mean, even Wait, even life? I know, like the fact that even the the trails games themselves, like the first two games, is basically just set up. Like the yep. two is all you have to pay is just three and four, basically. Yeah. So basically, how it works is the the first Cold Steel is a setup for the second Cold Steel, and then the third Cold Steel is a setup for the fourth Cold Steel. So they have a weird thing where they have a whole game that's based off of setting up the plot threads that basically get unraveled and then tangled, and then they actually get set up for how the plot works out of the next game following. Mm -hmm. The just best like yeah, just like Dot Hack. I do think that Trails probably does it a little better with the setup and execution, but Dot Hack is a little better with having a lot more story in each game. Mm -hmm. I agree. I agree. Continue. Continue. So that's basically even my. I guess the biggest game is Honkai Star Rail, which is kind of sad, but it's also because I haven't been really close to any of my consoles. So I can do my Star Rail stuff from the phone while I'm at work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why I do a lot of cross progression different systems. I love that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I'm excited for Reverie. I got very uh, worried because I thought review copies were going to be going out soon because I saw a bunch of insiders talking about it. Just realized, no, they're pre preview copies that already released. So I was worried up too much because they're only preview reviews 
instead of review reviews, which is apparently very different. Hmm. Yeah, I, I understand. I understand. So for me, I've actually been kind of along the line of Faith and Scott because for the last few days, uh, I've just been so jammed with work. And even when I got done with it, like life kept saying, oh, no, you have this to do. No, you have this to do. No, you're not going to have time to do this. And so I actually went four days without playing Tears of the Kingdom, which is, <gasps> I know. Okay, I think it was actually three, but still, like, that's a long time. I was playing it religiously every night, but then other nights I was just like, I just can't. I had other stuff to do where I wanted to do something else. And I was like, wow, this is, this is, this is my life now, isn't it? So. Beginning of my month are always very hectic, but I did get back into it, thankfully, and I, I still, I'm not close to the end yet, but I'm getting there. I just get so easily distracted. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go do this side quest. Well, I had, <laughs> you know, I didn't do the side quest. It's been lingering for a while, and then I had to go fight a Mulduga to save a Gerudo, and then I'm like, oh, oh hey, if you get me these items, I can make you these special items. And I'm like, oh, I probably should go do that. I'm like, no, but I don't want to do that right now, and... Then I'm like, fine, I'll go find Zelda in Hyrule Castle, you know, I suppose. And yeah, it's just, this game is still incredibly fun. Uh, I'm, I'm sure I'm like over 60, close to 70 hours by this point. I'm like, I'm still, I'm sure, got 20 hours just with story missions and such. Because I know, I, I, I do know of the other temple that looms in the thunderstorm cloud will. And I'm going to be going to there soon. So I'm just, I'm interested in seeing how long it takes me to finish, but... It's been it's been a good time and I've I've been enjoying it. Uh there's like some really crazy interactions. Oh yeah, I uh I defeated the Yiga clan, which is great. Mm. Uh that, that was there was some fun twists with that storyline and just some of the side quests were just really have been really fun or clever or just like, "Oh yeah, we got to do this. So I got to do this. Oh, this is fun. I haven't been to this area." And then I'll find a shrine. I'm like, "I got to get to the shrine." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I hate it the ones like, "Oh, you like it's not on the map. Oh, you got to go in this base or like find yeah. a, have a cave." Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. And then I got I have unlocked all four great fairies and I am slowly upgrading my uh my guard armor set because it has really high defense, which actually has made a huge difference in battles so of things yes. Uh, I have them twice over fully upgraded, so two hearts each or two bonuses each. And <laughs> I, I want to do another, but I need Henox horns, which are incredibly rare. So uh. joy. But whatever. I'm better off than where I, where I was, where I was getting like almost one shot or two shot by certain enemies, but I have like 17 hearts. I'm like, that's mm -hmm. not fair. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. It was still such a pain to unlock everybody, though. It's like, oh, I need to go find 10 fireflies. Well, the heck am I going to find fireflies? Like, you can just buy them. Like, sweet. <laughs> yeah, at a price, and you know, Beetle's a ripoff. <laughs> yeah. It's like, but I love bugs. Like, shut up. Agatha uh, would never. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, then I found this new quest. Like, oh, hey, go find all these. I go find these ancient texts and I'll translate them. I've already like found like three of them. I forgot to take pictures because I didn't know like that was what I was supposed to do. So I'm like, well, crap. Now I don't remember where they were. So mean, but the, the game is just so full of things to do. And then, uh, oh, uh, Faith, there is a side quest that you will eventually get uh, after you go through a temple or two and you get a horse by default. <laughs> yeah. It's going to have a brother. Yeah, it's gonna have a brother, and I, I, I have, I have gotten that horse. And then another time, I was flying through the air trying to get somewhere, and I was floating above a set of horses, and I'm like, "Can I like drop in a horse from the sky?" <laughs> so that would be so cool. I tried it; it worked, and I couldn't tame the horse. Darn it! I ran out of stamina. 
but <laughs> food for thought, Faith, you can literally paraglide onto a horse, but be ready to spam the soothe button so you can try and stay on. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. That yep. would be so cool. I'm going to try that now. Yeah, and there are there are multiple horse-themed quests for you to go on. So, <gasps> I know. Including, and I wasn't kidding about the horse god thing. That's a direct reference to Tears of the Kingdom. So, there is a horse god, and you can meet him. So... Awesome. That's so cool. This is gonna make my thirteen-year-old self so happy. <laughs> <laughs> like I remember, like when I was thirteen and stuff, I was obsessed with horses. So this is gonna make my inner child very happy. Yeah, two years later, she's still obsessed. Are you with a child when you're thirteen, though? Yes. Yes, I consider that. Yes. <laughs> you're it, it, by law, you are a child until you're twenty-one, and we all know that people act like children their entire lives. I mean, just look at me. So. You know. <laughs> also, she totally missed the joke where I totally called her fifteen. So, <laughs> guess I no, 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 no. I heard it. I uh, heard it. Uh huh. Sure, sure, you, sure you did. Man. Sure you did. Sure you did. So, uh, Will, how about you? What have you mm -hmm. been playing? So, along with you on on Tears of the Kingdom, I have actually been making my way into the Wind Temple. So, I'm currently right now at like the like the shrine right by the Wind Temple. So, that's where I'm currently at right now. And also, a little bit thing as well, uh, my, my quick review of the um, Splatoon 3 challenge events, which is, yeah, um, Splatoon team. I, I get it. This is the, these modifier events is just basically for set time events, like all of the, your salmon run in Splatoon 2. But can you make it a bit more consistent? I mean, like a few more hours, or I don't know, in, instead of the usual two hour cycle, just like put put it a bit more longer because these hours that you place it. The first one wasn't too bad uh, on that one Saturday, but the extra one with the uh, too many uh, Inzukas, like that modifier map is like it's a very fun map but the at the same time it's like it's only for a limited time it's like this is basically the salmon run situation all over again so yeah like tune it up and can you make it a bit more consistent please thank you so yeah like splatoon 3 but that and also i finished up a little bit i finally finished up my um the first pass for fall guys so yeah i got finally got everything thank you for that um bo bonus times two multiplier thank you uh, mediatonic and um also, uh, wait, wait, wait. There was also one more thing. Uh, yeah. I know I have been playing a little Omega Struggles, but also just recently I've been going back into Fey. And um, yeah, but more uh, Binding Blade characters as well as, yeah, the story of Fey as we head to the midpoint. It's basically the Spider Man meme all over again. Like, <laughs> it's basically like, oh, like, it's a paradox story. Oh, you got have to stop us here. No, wait a minute. The reason I can't. Can't stop us here, and then Hellsbeg basically okay. Hellsbeg turns to Kusvir, but then it becomes like, oh, it's not because Sadir is actually Hellsbeg. It, it, it's confusing as all heck. It's like, oh, I'm the golden servant, I'm the golden servant, I'm the golden servant. Like, what? Like, so my partner is actually the enemy this whole entire time. It, it's all confusing as all heck, <laughs> and so like. Uh, yeah, so just I wonder what you're going with the story, but of course, naturally, don't pick it too seriously. So yeah, just I, I've stopped. I've stopped trying to understand it. Like seriously, I mean, I think it was book four, four or five. Yeah, like when we get we would got to the, like the mecha, the mecha kingdom and oh, like, yo the nine, dreams yo nine, yo nine. and everything, and like Sharena might not actually be Sharena. <laughs> I'm like, oh, just stop. And then and then don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, a goddess canonically asked you to have a child with her. But not in the way you're thinking, because <laughs> we won't want this to be awkward at all. 
Fire Emblem Harem, everybody. <laughs> I hate Flame Intelligence System. It's almost canon now. Like pretty, it's pretty much canon. Let me, like my gosh. So. <laughs> that, yeah, then throughout the entire games as well. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, it's just been quite, quite the adventure. But, but I actually, right before the podcast, I actually managed to pull in um, Ascended of Fear, which was great a sword ability. But I'm also I'll be sparking um, the 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 innocent goddess, the the other a mythic hero that's in this banner. Not not a, a very great sport, but also not not a too much of a a must spark kind of banner. Like just definitely one. Obviously, wait for the summer banners, which who knows that be. And of course, naturally, where is the brave banner? Come on, please give us your choose your legends already, please. Thank you, intelligence systems. I want to pull pull the fr- yeah. Get get everyone. Get grabbing and all that. Come on. But I digress. <laughs> give me what I want. Oh wait, that was last episode. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and with that, we will head into news because there have been a lot of unique topics this week. So it's time to go down the warp pipe. And first, screw you, Jocky Lee. Sorry, just had to get that out there. <laughs> you got to vent every once in a while. But yes, the Summer Games Fest. Sorry, game. I always want to say games. I don't know why it's not games. Why is, it, why is it Summer Game Fest and not Games Fest? I mean, doesn't Games Fest sound better? Because there's only one that people a, remember from it. And I guess it's just basically the terminology is basically based on a category and not like a, a plural of things. I don't know. I <laughs> just like Keely. Um, also, can we note that literally he started off the ga- starting off the show by tooting his own horn? <laughs> I was like, when I started this fest from my spare room, I did not know that it would become what it was today. I'm like, dude, shut up. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> like, I mean, the fact that he has no competition this summer. Again, E3 died. And yeah, just, we'll get to that. Channel timed out. Uh, yeah, that was Faith. She'll be back, I hope. Um, but yeah, she, uh, Keely, my gosh, shut up. But yes, overall, I will praise him much like Will did. Uh, the Summer Game Fest was was good. It actually had a lot of uh, interesting gameplay trailers alongside story trailers. And there's a lot to be excited for as a fan of all systems. Um, I know Scott is excited for Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Hey, got me in that boat too. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I, I still have to play Intergrade on PC. It, I will get there. <laughs> Okay. He's still got time. It's on the queue. Okay, He's still got, got a year. He's still got roughly a year left. Oh yeah, we'll get yeah. to that. Yeah, but I, I got, I gotta beat, I gotta beat Zelda. Then I'll probably jump into Integrator Mass Effect Three, and then I'll do the other one when I'm done with that. <laughs> and, and was, I got, I got things to do. Okay, I got, I got, I got things. To do. And you still got Future Redeem to do, right? Oh my God, I still got Future Redeem to do. See, I'm just there's too much. There is <laughs> way too much. Yeah. Oh, but. Yeah, so that that was that was a big one. User entered your channel. There she is, and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she says sorry, my internet went out and it kicked me out. Right, it's okay, Faith. Don't worry. Uh, just talk when you talk when you hear. But uh, yeah, so uh, rebirth was exciting for Scott. I know a lot of people were happy about Alan Wake two. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, that was uh, awesome. Yeah, or Mortal Kombat one. Obviously. That one I liked. I was that actually there. I was looked really impressed. good. <laughs> yeah, Jean Claude Van Damme is Johnny Cage, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. I mean, again, it's a reference. It is a reference. It is a reference. So, the way that I agree that game did look good, and then the big one that we want to talk about that uh, that, uh, respects Nintendo is Sonic Superstars. Yes! (laughs) So, wait a minute. You're trying to tell me that Sega... It's so cute. It is cute. You're trying to tell me that Sega 
made a 2D Sonic game that wasn't fan made originally, and it might be good. It's like it's almost as if yeah, like, like Will said, it's almost as if they were listening to the fans. Like, what are the odds? <laughs> so yes, but this Sonic Superstars is a full-on 2D Sonic game, not 2D and 3D. It's 2D with like you know 3D models, but uh, it's 2D side scrolling, just in the like the old school style, and. You'll be able to play a Sonic, Tails, Knuckles, and the original version of Amy Rose. So, like the the one with the, like the super long pink hair. Yeah. Uh, think think like the original comics. And apparently, Puck the Sniper is back. Yeah, that was a weird reveal, but <laughs> dang. I, I I kid you not. I have a friend who literally marked out, and apparently, apparently, she has a plushie of him somehow. I didn't even know this character existed, and, I, and I'm not. I didn't know there was plushies that existed of him. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I, I literally have never heard of this character. I like, I kid you not. I, and I know Sonic. I know I've watched Sonic shows. I've, I've seen Sonic games. I've played many Sonic games myself. I, I, I don't know. Um, wait, hold on. I'm getting a message from the Shatterverse. Oh my gosh! The spirit of Tellius Tyler. He's saying that. This is proof that Joff Keeley is God. Oh my gosh, Tyler, what's wrong with you? It's one announcement. No, wait. What do you mean it's not just one announcement? It, it's the announcement. No, no, Tyler, I don't agree with you. Just stop. Go back. Go back to trying to find the Master Emerald again. Sorry. We, we actually haven't heard from Tyler, so we're actually not sure if he's alive right now, because he might have died from the announcement. His heart might have actually given out from shock. So, yeah. We we did, we wanted to wait to confirm so we didn't have two funerals in a row on the show, but uh, yeah, Tyler may or may not live to see Sonic Superstars come out. So, how sad! No four player then. <laughs> we have faith. There we go. Yeah, Tyler, you've been replaced. <laughs> yeah, I exist now. Yeah, come on, Scott. I know faith exists. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes uh, I just need to have more faith. Oh! <laughs> right, you but... do. <laughs> you do show though. every week. What kind of? It'll be good for you. <laughs> anyway, uh, that was that was a big reveal. I'm I'm very happy for Sonic fans just because like they seriously been asking for just a pure 2D Sonic game for so 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 long. I mean, remember Sonic Mania was made because Sega didn't listen. Right? Yeah. And Sega was like, you know what? We should probably just brand that just and make money off of it. And they did. So there you and go. And it worked out in their favor. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Yeah. And don't forget, for all of you who like Sonic Frontiers, it's still gonna get a sequel. It was already confirmed. They're gonna have a bigger budget. The director's already said things he's gonna look to improve. It's it's happening. And it's the game sold three million copies. So yeah, that's getting a, a sequel. But much like Mario, you can do two D and three D and still have fun and please both sides of the fan base. All right. Yes, you can. It's just, yep, yep, yep. It's just amazing that it took this long. <laughs> I'm just saying. 
All right, speaking about taking a long time to get here, let's talk about Pikmin 4. <laughs> I, I mean, there's also one more thing I wanted to mention before we head into Pikmin 4. And Fine. Like this, sorry, sorry. Just like one more thing. One more thing. And that's from Sega. I, like, I just got to give that. Thank you for showing off like a dragon Gaiden, the man who <laughs> with no name. I am so happy with Cosmo Kitty coming back. And like, I don't know. You saw his abilities? Like, I know he, he again, taken in, in between, between 7 and 8. But basically, did he just became Spider-Man? Like I Scott, guess. you can test this. He basically <laughs> had like a Spider-Man move set a little bit inside. Yeah, he it looked really cool. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, like just uh, Kazuma Kiri is good to he hear him talk again. Just that voice. <gasps> yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm I'm good. There. I'm good host. <laughs> no, it's just you know I, I find it interesting that that little high pitched you did. That's the same one that uh Faith does whenever she mentions Chris Pratt. <laughs> 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 I was thinking, I'm like, that just sounds, just sounds like something I would make. Yep. See? <laughs> I mean, Takara Kuroda is, is a freaking man. Come on. He's a giga chat, dude. I mean, you listen, you listen to his voice. I'm good. Thank uh, you. Plus, you have to, you know, acknowledge the epicness that is Kuryu. I, I, I. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, but if we're going to be talking about any giga chads that were in the Summer Games Fest, I'm, of course, going to talk about Nick Cage. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> we forgot to mention him. Yes. Oh, oh, you forgot to mention. Nick Cage, that's it's very uncouth, Will. It's very, very uncouth. You it's... didn't mention him. I just I was just I was gonna do okay, no joke, ladies and gentlemen. I was tempted to do this whole episode in my Nick Cage impersonation, which all of them agreed was good, but I didn't want to do it because I would not be able to maintain it through the whole show without laughing. I was sparing you from doing the Nick Cage impersonation, and then Will opened up the door. So I'm like, okay, we're talking if we're gonna talk about, you know, Giga Chats, um, we've gotta talk about the one who has a bearable weight of massive talent. You know, <laughs> a true national treasure. You know, you know. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying. You know, yeah. Very, it's very uncouth, Will, that you're, you you don't appreciate Nick Cage like I do, because I am, of course, <laughs> Nick Cage. Are, are you not fused with Nick Cage, Will? Or, <laughs> but yes, Nick Cage was there too. Uh, and is it is it Dead by Daylight on Switch? I don't know. I, I forgot. I feel like it was. Uh, Dead by Daylight Switch. Uh, it is! There you go! So Nick Cage is on a Nintendo console. You're <laughs> and that I is did not know that that's on the Switch. Well, I, I don't think it was as advertised. It's only $15. So there you that's go. That's not bad. Yeah, oh. it, and, his, and the Nick Cage... Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, the Nick Cage content, which is, of course, 100% Nick Cage, because I want you to be fused with, with me <laughs> slash Nick Cage. It'll be coming out on July 25th. I don't know why that date, but, you know, I, I don't make the game. Unless I did. If I did, I probably would know the date. Okay, so yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I can't. I can't resist sometimes. But yeah, it's coming out on July twenty fifth, and he will be one of the survivors. Uh, we don't know his special abilities outside of you know just being in a cage, which is. I mean, have you seen that dodge in the trailer? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's such that's entirely a me dodge, Scott. Okay, so I wanted everything to be me. Anyway, but uh, so go and enjoy that if you want. All right, next up. So now, can we go to Pikmin 4, please? Yes, now Thank we can do. Yeah. All right, so Pikmin 4, out of the blue, and I do mean out of the blue, got a story trailer this week, and it revealed how you, yes, you, are going to be playing the game from a narrative standpoint because Captain Olmar is not the main character. The other characters of the Rescue Corps are not the main characters. You are the main character. You are going to design your very own member of the Rescue Corps and go save everybody from a planet that they crash-landed on twice. 
<laughs> you don't you think that, that they would have learned their lesson after us see uh it's three games yeah. since <laughs> yeah learn to fly a ship okay but yes you will get to design your very own captain mar-esque character and fly down to this mysterious planet to go and find them and along the way of course you will get plenty of pikmin fight monsters and apparently get a weird dog creature to help you out too if you remember the gameplay trailer from before so I know Faith is very excited for the customization element. I am. I like anything where I get to customize stuff. Like, do you know how long I spent on my character in Street Fighter? Oh, geez, I would spend <laughs> hours. Yes, I've seen, what... yes. I've seen the image. It's, it's not bad. I, I think she did well. Thank you. You're welcome. I so. feel like all the characters look so angry. Well, I mean, they are That's fighters. kind of the point. They're fighters. <laughs> they're fighters. And then, and then fighters. when you turn like the little happiness feature on, they just look like they're in pain. <laughs> happiness they just is, kill me. Ha ha happiness <laughs> is just thin on the streets. <laughs> so, yeah. Also, I and, and I don't mean to you know break topic, but uh, there's a character in Street Fighter Six named uh, Jr. and like he they he, they built him up to be this like super mysterious character and it was like oh he might he must be the next incarnation of M Bison. No, he's just M Bison's accountant. Yes, <laughs> yes. Like really? <laughs> the next mysterious villain is an accountant. I will beat you with numbers so bad the IRS will come arrest you. Like okay. <laughs> yes, I was under simply under his employment as his accountant. <laughs> yeah, I mean. I mean, if you think about it, you know, I guess Shadowloo did need an accountant. I mean, they are a legitimate organization, kind of, sort of. Uh, remember, Bice is technically just trying to save the world. That's canon. So, yeah. It's just weird, though. I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway. But yes, Pikmin 4 uh, is still coming out uh, July 21st, I believe it said it was. Yes, not not too far off. Yeah. And and also, that's also a funny thing Well, what in, in that review trailer. Like, a lot of people were suddenly debated because, like, you know that they shut off, quote-unquote, Earth? It looked like Earthbound logo. Yeah, mother. <laughs> yeah, they just, they can't, they can't help themselves. It's like, oh, here's a planet. Per, per, drawn a specific way and put in a certain position. It's not like we're totally referencing another franchise that you're never gonna get. <laughs> so there's okay. still some people hoping for it, though. Yeah. Okay. So what's what's meaner, doing that or the Reggie Fisabe tweet on Mother's Day? <laughs> that was mean. That was funny. That, that was, was mean. Like I, I just, uh, yeah. I I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> let's 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 just move on. Okay, let's just move on. All right, next up, we have all that will take over this one is Monster Hunter Rise. Yes, so we finally have the last presentation this past seventh, and yes, the last monster is indeed the uh, a variant of the Malzino, basically the primordial Malzino. Basically, it is the original Malzino that has not been uh, affected by the recent sickness that uh, for the recent affliction, and yeah. This I, I is currently out right now on on Switch, and the rest of the content will be released on the other systems on August, if I remember correctly. But yeah, I'm kind of a little bit disappointed. It's just that one review of the monster, and that's it. Nothing else. But they did uh, also have a developer roundtable, just reflecting off like their favorite characters, their pros, the development process, and all all that nice jazz. And 
at, at the ending, they also revealed many different stats, such as like who's your favorite partner, which weapon were greatly used. And of course, a lot of people love the longsword users, and like the top monsters that have been hunted in uh, Rise and in Sunbreak, with one being the Magmalo, of course, the, post the poster monster of us Rise. But the other number one monster was the Centaur Hermit Crab. It's like, huh. Okay, like if you don't know that monster, it's basically one of the beginning monsters in 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 the game. So yeah, apparently a lot of people really love fighting that uh, centaur hermit crab. But and of course, naturally, like there's also like uh, no, briefly, there's also another stat which a lot of people really enjoyed. Is like which is the best follower to have in case you don't play with um other people, uh, uh the NPC you can partner up with. One is number three is Fiora Rain, basically the um, the new uh, female lead in Sunbreak. Second one is another of the assistants, but of course number one is Hinoa, which is the first um, assistant that you play in uh, Rise. So of course a lot of people are happy about that. But yeah, that that's it. And they will be continuing updating this game until the end of July, if I recall. And yeah, but after that, it's done. This game is officially done and done and said. And I know a lot of people have been actually finished this game, this finished uh, hunting the primordial mouse, you know, and yeah, it basically the ending of it all. Yeah, it's basically a sunbreak. <laughs> it's basically a sunbreak once again. So by all means, uh, all you happy hunters. Yeah, it's time to move on. And yes, happy hunting. Happy hunting. <laughs> well, the next monster hunter. <laughs> monster hunter world too. Yes. <laughs> Like we'll see, we'll see you sometime down the road, maybe. Uh, I'll be, I'll be honest. After the success that Rise had, not just on the Switch but on PC and other systems, uh, Capcom's totally gonna make another multi-platform one. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, for sure, for sure. For sure. I mean, World was the one that helped bring everyone on the West into the fold, and that did really well. And then, uh, Hunt, or Monster Hunter Rise, Rise made made it multi-platform for everyone to enjoy and be good even on like the quote-unquote simpler platforms like switch and sometimes that's what you need to try with the franchise and i wish more people would do that so congrats mm -hmm. to capcom mm -hmm. all right moving on to okay this is this was an interesting uh tie-in it's octopath traveler 2 because that game has been confirmed to have crossed 1 million units sold wow wow wow, so, wow. yay but there's a catch of course there is. Of course there is. Uh, if you recall, this version was multi-platform at launch. Yes. Well, it took its sweet time to get to a million. <laughs> all right, because if you if you recall all, all, the original Octopath Traveler got a million in like less than two weeks, and it was over 1.5 million in about a month. Only on Switch. Only on Switch, when it when it was originally launched, and remember it got ported to PC later. Octopath Traveler 2, which was on uh, Switch, PS4, and PC at launch, took basically three times as long to get to a million. So I wonder, did the multi-platformness backfire on it? Because maybe they didn't advertise it as much because it wasn't a focused launch? Hmm. Like, because again, the, like the first game was was a very um, experimental title, if anything else. Again, the HD two D, it was very expensive, and people were wondering about it. So now, the, like the sequel being like spread out, be like maybe is that is that was the case? It just wasn't focused, or like perhaps not as advertised. It, like it's definitely kind of like lies into like the niche. Unfortunately, this kind of uh john this new genre is kind of fairly niche but it's still fun trying to find its legs so maybe we'll just win that who knows who knows yeah we'll, we'll see 
we'll see. But I was just I was happy because I did like the game. I I feel the first one was better, but the second one definitely had a lot of uh, strong points overall. So with it now being over a million, you know, are we going to get Octopath Traveler three? So and then of course there was the other success they had, which was uh uh Lava Life. No. Well, yes, but no. A triangle strategy. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, See, that, that exists. The, yeah, the game with the terrible title that you honestly forgot about. It should be. It should have been called Scales of Conviction. It's such a better name. <laughs> so we, will, we will die on that hill. <laughs> we will die on that hill. Um, so, but uh, Team Asano between the two Octopaths and Triangle Strategy and, and Yes Live Alive uh, have had have made the HD2D genre for like, or subgenre, I should say, uh, very viable. So I look forward to seeing what they do next. And please just do an exclusive Switch game. <laughs> like we, we, we've proven we will buy it on Switch. So focus on us. All right. <laughs> we deserve it. All right. Next up we have, oh yeah. Uh, Joff Keeley. Yeah. Oh, you thought I was done insulting him. You were wrong. <laughs> Okay, because before his, you know, self-indulgent summer game fest or games fest, whatever you want to freaking call it, uh, he was interviewed about E3. And he said that he was not responsible for its death. Really, Jeff? Okay. So he was talking with the VGC podcast and he goes, quote, I think E3 sort of killed itself in a way. I understand why people say that, but I think if anything, we created Summer Game Fest and I built Summer Game Fest because I saw the wheels falling off the wagon at E3. As someone who loves that time of year for two decades, E3 was part of my life since I was a 15-year-old kid. For the first E3 in 1995, I went to every show. I loved it and it defined my summer. I think they had a relevancy problem and then they had a participation problem over the last, over the final years. Uh, end quote. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna agree and disagree here. First, I do agree that there was a relevancy problem and a participation problem because <laughs> over the last few years, not the pandemic years, but the years before that, Ether kind of had like an identity crisis. Like, remember when it was just a press only event? And yep, that was that was not good. And there were other things like, and then of course Nintendo started dropping out to do their digital Nintendo Directs, and then all the other ones started to drop out, but. So I will agree it was a relevancy problem. Do I think they killed themselves? Um, that's tricky because there, there was a lot of factors, obviously. And the pandemic totally did not help. The pandemic definitely forced its way upon it. <laughs> yeah. So I, th I think the biggest problem for me, and I know we talked about this slightly over the, over the podcast, but I think the biggest problem was that the idea of just having these super massive convention shows uh, for video games doesn't appeal as much as it used to. You know, the PAX ones can get over, can get around that because they're not doing like massive presentations. They're just having the games there for you to play. Yep. So like that's what makes them. They are inclusive events where you like I can go in. I could uh, as long as I remember pressing. I can go in, and have some fun on these games, and see what they're like. E3 is like no, you have to go into these massive halls and listen to people talk for minutes on end and play watch trailers for games that you won't play for years and <laughs> you know hope that final fantasy 7 rebirth and kingdom hearts 3 and all these other games will eventually arrive on the systems you love tears of the kingdom i'll throw that in too but uh i do agree it had a relevancy problem and a participation problem i still think keely had a hand in killing it mr yes mr i created the summer game fest from my spare room 
and now it says, oh, now I'm at the YouTube theater, you know, like, I am so special. So clearly these shows can still work. So I, I do think that he had a hand. Maybe, maybe he, wouldn't, he wasn't the first blow, but I do feel he was the last blow. And he goes, cool, I get the sentiment around it. It was sad to me that we had to decide to go off and build something new. But we did it all in partnership with the publishers, and our list of partners for Summer Game Fest did not change at all with the cancellation of E3 this year, end quote. Yeah, about that. Uh... <laughs> Some of the publishers agreed to go to E3 beforehand, and something convinced them to not do that. So, was it Geoff Keighley? You decide. <laughs> you think coincidence? I think not. Yeah, exactly. I was like, that little rat is guilty, 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 guilty! Absolutely. I just... Uh, I think we need to go to a voice of wisdom on this. No, I'm not talking about Faith. Um... I am offended. <laughs> <laughs> I am greatly offended. No, I'm just saying if we go to wisdom, I think we need to go to, you know, Nick Cage. You know, <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking about this. There's, there's something just like, I don't like, there's something I don't like about that jocular guy, you know? Uh, and I know I was just at his summer game fest, but, you know, he paid me. He paid me to go there. It's, it's, just, it's just the way it is, you know? He's, he's very uncouth. You know, he, that whole shaking the hand thing, that was totally on him. That wasn't on me. You know, I was just trying to be nice, but he would like he wouldn't like shake my hand. I don't know what's, what, what's wrong with the man. So, yeah, I, I think he killed E3, you know. <laughs> you heard it from Nick Cage, folks. It, Jeff, Jeff Keighley killed E3. It's canon. So, look, I know, there, I know there's a lot of ways we could look at this, but there's just something about Keighley that if he just feels so self-serving, he does. And again, he started the Summer Game Fest by praising himself. Like, why? Why would you do that? And, yeah, don't and, praise all the things added. Praise yourself for, you know, apparently being the host. Yeah, and you're like, oh, I think you're exaggerating. No, I'm not. I literally heard him say, in the, like, the first few sentences, when I started the Game Fest for my spare room, I had no idea. Well, I think you had an idea, Joff. So, otherwise you wouldn't have done it. So, yeah. Very, very uncouth. Very uncouth, Joff. Yeah. So. If he goes, if he gets gone in sixty seconds, I won't be mad. Just, I'm just saying. <laughs> it's like, I, w I wouldn't mind him being in Dead by Daylight, so it's just so I can watch him die. Oh, <laughs> I got dark. All right, next up we have. Okay, this is easily one of the most random things ever. Uh I know we talked about this last week, but I gotta talk about it again. Everybody, one, two, switch. Oh boy. Yeah. It exists. It exists. Yeah. Remember, we talked, this was our breaking news last week, but I want to get Faith's thoughts on this too now that she's resurrected. Um, yeah, this is like so dang random. It, it, it's coming out later this month, as we, as we noted here. I'm going to bring up my article so I could quote what they said. But it's, again, it's a sequel to 1 2 Switch. It's coming out like June 30th or whatever. And oh, here we go. Mix up your next get together with everybody. One, two, switch. Grab some Joy-Con controllers or smart devices for team-based games that are easy to set up and feature everything from balloons to aliens and more. People at your next party can get moving and showing off their teamwork in this multiplayer mashup. End quote. <laughs> the sure, fact, <laughs> the fact that this game just like just suddenly dropped during when we were recording our last week's podcast is like. Jeez, you had no fame, no advertising, like, and just like, okay, go nuts. <laughs> it's like, wow, Nintendo, really? It's really just throwing it to the walls to us. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, Faith, what, what do you think about this? 
Do you want me to be honest, Todd? I have a feeling I know what you're going to say, but sure. This might be a hot take. So brace yourselves. I'm sitting I down. I saw it. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it. And immediately I was like, this looks dumb. And scroll past <laughs> it. <laughs> okay. That's not, that's not a hot take. That's not the hot take. Yo. That's not a hot take. I, that, that is literally what the Twitter mostly saw. No. <laughs> yeah. I, like, I, I mean, like, I, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I guess it kind of looks maybe slightly interesting. Like, I feel like they had an idea. But then they killed the idea. <laughs> <laughs> Again, like. As we mentioned before, the first game was a tech demo showing off the switches, and again they charged a full price for that. And now just released the sequel. It's almost like we're going to their like the Wii Play series, the Wii Play series, like Wii Tennis, Wii Sports, all that kind of back in the Wii era. So yeah, just seeing this thing kind of come back again is like Nintendo. Are you really trying to like do do something again? Like the Wii Sports stuff, Wii Play, Wii Music, all that, the Wii series, like. Dude, you're not going to do anything with the 1-2-Switch series. It, it just doesn't roll off the tongue. No. Yeah, there's... There, uh, look, and, and Faith, you, you missed last week's episode, but uh, what I, I almost missed this announcement on Twitter because I could not... I, did, I didn't recognize the picture when I saw the horse head. <laughs> Like that was like, and I'm like, what's BoJack Horseman doing here? And I scrolled past it. <laughs> Because I'm like, okay, this is weird. And then I'm like, wait, that's actually an actual Switch game? Okay. So. That's what I think. I, I kind of had that thought for a brief moment, too, after I scrolled past it. I'm like, I don't even know what that was. I'm just going to keep yeah. scrolling. <laughs> so I, I don't know. I, I don't know what to make of it. But I would, if, <laughs> I would not be surprised if this just gets totally blasted at... Oh, when it comes out for a review. And again, it's coming out on June 30th. So we're going to get the reviews soon enough. And I'm like, I would not be surprised if it just gets like it's roasted. Like, what is this game? You know. Who asked for this? Who asked for this indeed? (laughs) Who asked for this? I'm just just saying. Oh, boy. And and, this will lead into actually our next topic, which is uh, the Nintendo Direct. So... Over the last week or so, there have been all sorts of questions about are we going to get a Nintendo Direct this month? And I've heard everything from we're totally getting one this month, we're not getting one next month, or we're going to get one next month, and or it's going to be like a partner showcase, and or we're actually going to get one, quote, imminently, because in Japan, they updated the Nintendo Direct website, and that always happens like right before a Direct. So... We're either going to get one soon, or we're not going to get one, or I, I don't know anymore. But my question is, what will they announce? And I know this is going to be our main event, but that's, that's why I'm, not why I'm asking this. Because in the course of a week, they have dropped the Pikmin 4 story trailer, and they shadow dropped an announcement for everybody one to switch. These are the kinds of announcements they would make during a Nintendo Direct. Yes. So why are they shadow dropping them like this? when they could have saved them for the direct. Like, that doesn't make sense. Like, do you remember, uh, this goes specifically to Scott and Will, do you remember a few years ago when they didn't have a Nintendo Direct in June and they shadow dropped the announcement for uh, Paper Mario Origami King? Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. Yeah, like, that was a big thing because that was, like, further proof that we aren't getting the direct because that 
would have been something that they totally announced during a direct, but instead they just shadow dropped it on Twitter. And this has that same feel. They dropped a story trailer for their upcoming July title, and then they randomly shadow dropped the announcement of a June title. Like, this is Nintendo Direct stuff, and it's not in a Nintendo Direct. It so, doesn't make a lot of sense. It does not make a lot of sense, and usually that is what Nintendo loves to do some of the time. <laughs> but it it rings so weirdly here. It really does. So, what 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 do you guys think? Do you believe we could get a Nintendo Direct this month? Well, I'll start with you. Personally, for me, I think it's a chance because if so, you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> yes, there is a chance that we're getting a, a June Direct. I feel like yes is just because one like it, it just kind of seems to be traditional. If anything else, like I get it, there'll be t- there'll be years that Nintendo like misses out a year for one reason or another. But if there's anything to show right now, this is the time to do so. I mean, tradition-wise and all that. I mean, Xbox will be doing their thing on Sunday, and then of course, like. Don't think Sony is doing anything else, but yeah, PCs and all that. But yeah, and it just feels like Nintendo has always been very good with their track record. Not always, but it's been very good. And if they're not, if they're dropping these like titles, Pikmin Four and want uh, to Switch sequel out of nowhere, then maybe they're just trying to free up space. I don't know. So, but I feel like they they will be reviewing something. I feel like. Yeah, I I don't know. There's just just so much like conflicting information about what they have been showing, what they're not showing. And again, until Nintendo says that there is a Nintendo Direct happening next week or next month, don't believe any of the rumors, okay? Don't believe the rumors, don't believe the leaks, nothing. Bear yourself. This madness. All right, just just do it. So, <laughs> it's 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 just annoying. Oh, Faith, what about you? Do you think we might get one next week or next month? There's always a might. That is my words of wisdom. <laughs> oh. But no, I, I per- <laughs> personally, I don't know. I, I'm trying to look at it from a Nintendo standpoint because I feel like there's so many things going on this month. I, if I was Nintendo, I would want to have like my own time and space, so I would do it like at the end of the month or in in July, just because there's so much going on right now. And so, like, I wouldn't want, which I know it's Nintendo, but, like, if I was Nintendo, I wouldn't want my stuff being drowned out by everything else, you know? Okay. Scott, how about you? I think if we do get one, it will be next month, and I think that's why they dropped one to Switch, because of it being released at the end of this month. Yeah. But that's just my guess. Yeah. That could also be why they released the Pikmin 4 stuff so soon, too. Like, the trailer and stuff. Yeah. So, there's... There, there's there's so many things that could happen, but, again, until Nintendo says, hey, we're having a Direct here, <laughs> don't believe it. <laughs> Dude, don't I, believe your insiders. They're not always true. <laughs> yeah. Alright. And finally... No, not finally. I, I, got, I guess I got one more. I'll lightly touch on it. There are rumors that the Super Mario Brothers movie, which is now the n- number two and number three uh, biggest anime movie ever, depending on talking domestically or internationally, might actually be a trilogy in the making. This comes from the French voice actor for Bowser, which I totally want to hear him sing Peaches now. Uh, <laughs> like, how do you say Peaches in French? I don't know. 
Um, I'm sure there's a word. I'm sure there's a word. Definitely but, a word. Don't know what it is. Yeah. Wait. So. Uh, I take that as you will. I mean, there's going to be a sequel. We all know there's going to be a sequel. I mean, for sure. Yeah. It did way Yoshi too well snake. to not get a sequel. Yeah. One point. Like they get to get 1.3 billion right now of a yeah. video game movie making over 1.3 billion. As we all know, it's all because of Jack Black. <laughs> Only emphatically because of Jack Black. There's not no another doubt. actor in the movie that helped get it to that goal. Absolutely not. Don't want to hear it. All about those peaches. All about oh, <laughs> you want me to play the song? I'll do it. <laughs> it's, all, it's all about the peaches. Peaches! All right. And finally, for real this time, Dizzy Dreamlight Valley. Faith, take it away. Okay. So, this week, Dizzy Dreamlight Valley got their update. And there was so many things dropped in this update. My favorite things that they dropped in this update, Anakin's, okay? And I showed these to Todd earlier. I sent him a whole text message about this. I was excited about it because, like, I was like, how are these mannequins going to work? Because you're supposed to, the whole concept of them is you're supposed to be able to display outfits onto them. So, like, in the game, you put on an outfit, and you're like, oh, I really like this outfit. But then when you go and, like, buy a new item or something and you want to try it on, it messes up your whole outfit because you got to go and find the stuff again. There's, like, so many items in the game. So, you, like, you know, you have to constantly sit there for a long period of time doing your outfit. And so the mannequins are supposed to be a way that you can display your outfits in your house and, like, you can, you know, make, like, a walk-in closet, which is what I'm doing. But, you know, you just display the mannequin, and it's supposed to, like, hold your outfit. And so I didn't know how it was going to work, and I tested it out today. And you just walk up to it and press it, and it just displays the outfit. And, like, the community has been talking about how this is a great way for players to display their clothes that they make. Like, I don't know how many of y'all have played Disney, I mean, not Disney, um, played Animal Crossing, where you can make your own outfits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have done that in the in GameCube. Yes. Yeah, you uh-huh. can like design it, but, pixel art and just like mm-hmm. put it on display. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's kind of the same thing, but it's a little different. Like instead of like doing the pixel thing, they give you like shapes. So you make stuff with like squares and circles, or you can like do stuff with like the Disney characters and stuff. So people are like taking that and making like all kinds of like crazy outfits, and they're doing really good at it. And so like, the community is using it as a way to like display their like really creative Disney themed outfits in their house and stuff. And it's like really cool. But to add to that, not only can we display our outfits that we made now, but the same patterns that we've created and like stuff like that, we can now put on furniture items. And right now there's like I think twelve furniture items, which ranges from like. Um, beds to dressers and chairs and like all that kind of stuff but then also we can like apparently do like outdoor benches I really don't know how that works because it just kind of looks like picnic benches and I'm like I don't know what you can necessarily do creative with that but you know it's still cool and then besides that we have basically they wrapped up it's kind of confusing because they wrapped up the main storyline of like the forgetting which is like where all of the characters forgot who they were and like where they lived and like everything they wrap that up so like the update is called the remembering so they like remembered and they had like this whole little cutscene at the end where it's like all of the characters are together and it's all a happy ending i don't really spoil it but you know it's like a happy ending and then they teased things that are coming now apparently like i'm not gonna say too much but like apparently 
we're getting like another villain character coming to the game and there's talk about there being like other islands so like i guess they're considering the valley an island and there's going to be other islands so i don't necessarily know how that's going to work but i guess that's going to be the next update it's kind of weird because like at the same time i don't know i don't know if the fifth update is going to be like the last update before they exit out of like early access because i know that they want to do multiplayer this year too which i think that's supposed to come later this year because vanellope is supposed to come in september i believe i think it's september and so or was it bell that was supposed to come in september i don't know one of those characters is supposed to come in september and then multiplayer is supposed to come after that so i guess we're gonna have another update before them but i feel like they just wrapped up the story plot too soon you know Gotcha. Okay. So like, okay. I've blown their minds. This character, not this character. And this one's gonna take the Iron Throne. No, not that. Not the Iron Throne. Um, the other. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um. You can, uh, you can tell the passion. You can tell the passion. Tell the passion. Also, I'm, I could go further, but I'm just I'm not gonna do that. Oh, I know. Also, I may or may not have been scroll uh, sc uh scrolling through Twitter during that monologue, and apparently there's this handle called Historic Vids, and it goes that one time when a Pokemon question was worth five hundred thousand dollars. Oh, on, uh, who wants that. to be a millionaire? So, <laughs> Faith, here you go for five hundred thousand dollars. Which of the following characters is not considered a Pokemon? A, Jigglypuff. B. Frodo, C, Squirtle, D, Pikachu. Oh my gosh. <laughs> There's a correct answer? Yes. 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 <laughs> One of these is not like the other. Yeah. One of these things are not like the other. It's like, you have, you, remember, you can use your lifelines. Todd? <laughs> <laughs> yes? <laughs> I need a hint. I'll give you a hint. One of them is from the Lord of the Rings. What? Oh, oh. Well, then it has to be. What was it? It was the one after Jigglypuff. Frodo. What is that? Or is that your final answer? <laughs> yeah. Is that your final answer? Yeah, because I don't even know what that is. It doesn't sound like a Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, it's Frodo. <laughs> and this guy is struggling, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, uh early two thousands. <laughs> I kid you not. I kid you not. He had to use fifty fifty. And and he had to walk away between Jigglypuff and Frodo. Could have figured out which one of them was a Pokemon. I kid you not. Like, first of all, how do you not know Frodo? Okay, and you really can't tell between Jigglypuff and Frodo that that's that Frodo's not a Pokemon name. My gosh, man! And the fact that it's just basically caught between two fan nerd fandoms of Pokemon and Lord of the Rings. Like <laughs> this guy doesn't get either. Like, oh, you you Philistine! How dare you not know two great <laughs> Yeah, and of course Regis is like, for all of us adults, we know that Frodo is the answer. Well, not that adult, Regis. <laughs> How is that? Five all the adults at home know. Can, can we also acknowledge that it's kind of insulting? That that was a five hundred thousand dollar question because it's implying that most adults not just don't know Pokemon but they don't know Lord of the Rings. Because yeah. <laughs> if it was just like a, a random sounding name, like uh, uh, oh, how about like Azeroth? Like that's that's kind of Pokemon sounding ish, you know? Kinda, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, kind of like Azeroth, you know. 
So like I could I could that's like a legendary clearly you know, but like, that would have been interesting. But Frodo, like no, you're you're hoping that po- people don't know both Pokemon and Lord of the Rings. Like that's mean. And again, five hundred thousand dollars. That was a five hundred thousand dollar question. So yeah. Also note that I did that just to you know stop talking about Disney Dreamlight Valley. You're welcome. Yeah, I know you did. <laughs> <laughs> And there was actually one more story, like before we head into the main topic. Uh-oh. And this, this is basically uh, we're going to your Super Mario Brothers movie topic. And basically, have you heard like apparently, a Nintendo and Universal are apparently closing on a deal on a Zelda movie? Apparently, I have, and I saw that. I also saw that's apparently costing Universal is going to make it a quote pretty penny. So <laughs> I'm curious about what that means. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it seems to me that Nintendo is definitely going, ever since the Mario movie, they're going full on Steam. We're going to making Nintendo productions. And Zelda, yes, I guess that will be the, the correct one. I mean, again, let, again, we're seeing the Witcher doing pretty good. Let's just hopefully they don't screw that one up. So, well, they they definitely screwed up the Witcher. So it's oh, yeah, they have screwed yeah. the Witcher. Yeah, they have <laughs> screwed up <laughs> season three. Yes. You're After season three. Blood Origin. So. Yeah, we'll, we'll probably talk about this in a future one because we're definitely going to need to talk about what they should and should not include in a potential Zelda movie. Um, yeah, but if this is the path they want to go, okay. But like with Mario, you know, take your time, do it right, don't hire Chris Pratt. <laughs> but it worked for him the first time. No, <laughs> did it though? Did it work? I in mean, spite of them? I mean. What what about Jared though? He got the hair to pull it off. <laughs> Jared Padalecki. This will be animated. Jared Pad- We're gonna have Jared Padalecki try to be Link. Is that what you're saying? He yeah yeah he can voice it then. <sighs> It'll be better than you know. That's one thing that I don't understand about Tears of the Kingdom. Whenever Link does anything, I'm telling my anything. It's just ah. Yeah. <sighs> And I'm like, dude, dude, I, I give him one apple. I give him a, uh. I'm like, dude, <laughs> I can't. But you wouldn't mind hear, having, hearing Jared go, oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh. Yeah, it wouldn't be annoying then. There you go. That's, that's canon, ladies and gentlemen. You know, make, make your, that make, is the make, whole reason to do it. <laughs> make your own jokes here, okay? <laughs> But yeah, we'll definitely be talking about it. If, if especially this, if it goes official, this is only rumor for now. But if this goes official, we'll definitely need to do a uh, main event about how they should and should not do a Legend of Zelda movie. So we shall see. All right, and now we will head into our main event, which is about wait for it, the potential Nintendo Direct. Because if 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 it does come around, what should be announced? What could be announced? And what do we hope? We'll get announced, and we'll break it all down in an intense discussion. All right, so, lady and gentlemen, I'm going to give us carte blanche here. No idea is too stupid. Okay, let's not go that far. Okay, <laughs> but let's be on, let's be honest with ourselves, but let's have a little bit of fun here too. With the future of the Switch being much much smaller than it's what it was before, and clearly Nintendo is not afraid to just you know randomly throw out games at the end of a month 
for no real reason. I would give you carte blanche to make any declaration about what you think, feel, could happen, should happen, will happen at the next Nintendo Direct. So, Faith, I start with you. So, I have high expectations. Well, you'll be let down. <laughs> <laughs> True, because Nintendo lets me down a lot. No Ouch. offense. No <laughs> like 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 you know when I get excited to play Tears of Kingdom and then it's really hard and they don't explain nothing to you. Anyways. Well, actually, um, they, actually they do, but you skip through all the text and you don't know what to no, do. No, I read some of it and it's confusing. Yes, not. I did. Yes, I did, Todd. Did yes, not. I did. I had to tell you how to click the right analog stick just so you can use your scope. <laughs> Quit being mean to me. No. Um <laughs> <laughs> No. I I only I only really want two things, okay? okay. Two things. Okay. I don't ask for much while yes, also do. I'm asking for everything. <laughs> Spider-Man on Switch no. <laughs> Oh, don't like, give, give me what I want, Nintendo. I want I want to see Peter and Miles together on Switch. Well technically you can because of Marvel Ultimate Alliance three, but you know, we all, True. We all know what she really means. True. True. Um so you know, I just want a new Nintendo console, and I want a new Animal Crossing on the new Nintendo console. That's it. That's all I ask. Okay, wow. it. Not much. <laughs> oh, like not I said, much. You're, you're gonna be let down. <laughs> That's probably gonna oh, be I know. The February. They ain't gonna do it. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's just it's not just that. Faith, My like, birthday month. Yeah. There you saying, go. I'm just saying, Faith, like they're they're still raking in the money with Animal <laughs> Crossing. They're not gonna announce a new game for at least another two years, at best. Like they're gonna go Mario Kart on this thing and just let it like sell itself forever. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying. All you Mario Kart nine havers, I'm wanters. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, come on, let, let, like let's let, allow me, Big Brother, to Big Brother and best host ever to like, <laughs> narrow your focus. Okay, I want you to think about what you have right now on the Switch, the games you are enjoying, the franchises that you know still haven't come to the Switch yet. What's one game that if you heard it announced? you would buy it day one or try and get one of your other bosses to get you buy it for you on day one. <laughs> Nintendo dogs. I knew she was going to say that. I, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's be fair. We need a new one. <laughs> I agree. I agree. We definitely shouldn't definitely use one. I mean, day. that would be a multi-million seller guaranteed because with, with how big the Switch install base is, as long as it's yeah. looks, like, it's like, we heard you didn't you didn't like that we couldn't pet the dogs in two years of the kingdom. You can pet all of these dogs <laughs> and cats. Because like that game, that was my childhood. Like I remember, I it was Christmas. My parents bought me the first one. It was the red one. I don't know how you identify which one was which, but they were like different colors. You had the red one, you had the green one. I think it was like the yellowish gold one, and then like a purple one or something. And I had the red one first, and then my parents got me like the rest of them because I became obsessed with it. And I remember my first dog on there was a husky, and no, I don't remember its name, and it sucks. <laughs> I had a husky once in real life, so I understand the love for it. But the, the, the Nintendo dogs, actually, I'm really, I really am surprised we haven't gotten Nintendo dogs because that seems like such an easy thing. You'd think to, to not just make but advertise. It's like, hey, remember this on the Nintendo DS? It's back on the Switch, which means you could take your dogs and bigger screens and better detail on the go. And like yeah. maybe they could have made like an online feature where you each would like bring a dog and you could like put him in like a playpen or something like that. Oh my gosh. That would be sweet. Mm -hmm. <laughs> hire, hire me, Nintendo. I'm right here. <laughs> it's like, 
the, the potential is there. And then you can just like ooh and awe with your friends as you watch them play with one another. See, I already got faith. That's a sale. So <laughs> just 999999 to go. So, but yeah, Nintendogs feels like something that should have been on the Switch. It really does. I mean, it definitely deserves to be there. Yeah. All right, Scott. What about you? What's one thing you feel could, should, and would be at the next Nintendo Direct? Whenever I it is in think... July. One thing that should be there is probably Tears of the Kingdom DLC. Already? <laughs> I'm serious. An already? announcement, at least. Like I don't an, think... Like an announcement that's be... coming? Yeah. Okay, I can, I can live with that. I can live with that. We're not getting a DLC, like, the next month. <laughs> but that's what I was asking, because you're like, we need DLC. Like, some people haven't been the main game. Looks at all people here at the podcast. I said yeah. all people, including myself. <laughs> So. But also, more Shredder's Revenge, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we could, I guess we could have talked about that, too, but that was, that's a really good DLC. I know a lot of people are happy about that one. Yes. So, uh, but yeah, I could, I could see... I, it, just, it just feels too soon. I really do believe that. I, I feel it wouldn't be at this one, but the next one. Like, got, you gotta give... Tears <laughs> All the stuff is gonna be in February. I get it. No, <laughs> no not, not in February. I'm talking like September. Like, the, the ending, uh, the ending okay. direct for the year. You know, so but you never you never know. Nintendo's has surprised us in the past, I suppose. I just feel like they want room for it to breathe, especially since it's technically it's still not a month old. I mean, like mm. dear gosh, it's not a month old yet. Well, I mean, like... my estimation of the next next Nintendo Direct will either be at the end of this month or at the beginning of next month. So okay, so that would be over a month by that point. So. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I can I can live with that. All right, Will. What about you? What's your what's your could would should? I mean, it kind of has been confirmed since this recently can happen, but it's like, uh, just show off the Persona 3 remake already on the Switch. It's just, just show it off on that. I mean, we did kind of have that confirmation on the uh, on Instagram, yeah, yeah. Uh, our RIP social media manager for Atlas. Yeah, but yeah, just like if I you can show, so fired. <laughs> if you could just show me, like, yes, it is coming to like to nintendo switch by all means you get another you get another sale from me because again the fact that you, you just recently had that uh well okay i'll be out there a lazy port of persona 3 portable and you said you, you dropped this persona 3 re reload remake to the nintendo switch like okay fine like i'm a little bit pissed off at you but fine i'll take the remake over this port, this lousy port that you gave me and so it's redeem yourselves so <laughs> like and yeah, like I've seen, I've seen the the trailer, and like it's basically using yeah a bit of Persona Five with the Soul Hackers engine, and like it don't seem to be too. Again, we got Persona Five uh, Royal on Switch, so yes, bring Persona Three Reload on the Switch or end up Persona Five Tactica, and you'll be fine. So yes, do do what you did with the with the port the Persona the the series, just port it over, announce it, and be good. You get stuff for me. Yeah, I, that that hilarious like oh we accidentally leaked it. And I I actually watched the trailer while uh, Faith was talking about Dreamlight Valley, and you know it looks wow. <laughs> That's why he was on Twitter. <laughs> it was the truth is revealed. But uh, you know it, it does look like a good remake, and I I think it would. I mean we don't Persona Five Royal worked on Switch, so why not this Reload remake? So. But right now, it's only confirmed for Xbox and Windows. But that they also didn't announce the Switch version until much later for five. Yes, it's yes. Yeah, so that, that was because of the Xbox contract, which yeah. might still be a thing for this one. Yeah. So we'll 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 see how that goes. But I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, I, 
the 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 multi-platform ports have sold, I believe, a million, if not two. So we know that Switch people are will will buy. I happily bought it and enjoyed a whole week off just to play it. Oh my gosh, 110 hours of my life. Oh my gosh, <laughs> worth it. It was worth it. It was a great game, and like the, the it's worth it. But still, so yeah. All right, for me, I'm gonna go for one that I feel is all but guaranteed. Okay. And that's the uh, next Splatoon 3 DLC, Side Dish. or, or ah, right, right. ah, gotcha. Oh, and recall, the first DLC was you going back to Inkopolis. The second one is dealing with the aftermath, apparently, of what happened in Splatoon 2. So I'm curious. We've only seen like, the smallest of teasers for that. So we definitely need to get a uh, <clears throat> inkling of information. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> I regret nothing. Uh <laughs> And a release date, I mean, let's see, the first one was in March, because that was a bit of a surprise, so, you know, maybe July or August, maybe, depending on when the direct is, obviously. But I think we'd definitely get it this summer, because I wouldn't be surprised if they try and coincide it with a one-year anniversary of Splatoon 3, which was, what, that was September, so that's a little too late, I suppose. But we'll see, you never know, just depends on how much, how far it is, I suppose. But that one I definitely expect to be there, in one form or another. Yeah, yeah, I just wanted like know what happened to like yeah off the hook. See what happened to Marina and, and Pearl. That's what I'm curious about. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. we we know that they are definitely um they are going the Charan- dang it Pearl and Marina are going to be there via the the teaser that we got. So be ready. All right, we'll we'll do one more round since we got a little time. Faith, want you to rack your brain hard. <laughs> what what's another thing you would like to see announced at the next Nintendo Direct? Um, I'm trying to think what else I actually played on the DS that I would like to see come to the to the Switch. There was this one I don't even know what it was called, but there was this one fashion game I remember I was obsessed with, and I just want to play it for nostalgia. But I don't remember what it was. But it was like one of those games. To where, like, do y'all remember where you, like, had to turn your whole DS for, like, certain games and you had to, like, hold it like a book? <laughs> the gyro, yeah, yes. yeah. Is that the professional term? A gyroscope, yeah, the gyroscope in the in the 3DS, right, right, right. Oh, okay. Yeah, so anyways, th- there was, like, this one fashion game, and the whole concept of the game was, like, you owned your own little, like, boutique store or whatever, and you got to, like... You know, you can see that I just love things you can customize because you can customize the store <laughs> and customize the music that you had playing. And, you know, you could customize all the stuff and then you could like customize your character and all that stuff. But like the whole purpose of the game was you have like all of these random customers, quote unquote, come into the store and they're like, design me an outfit and then I like, give you a prompt or whatever. Like I remember there was like this one girl that would come in there and she was like, you know, she'd wear all black clothing. So, you know, like, she would want like, you know, a gothic kind of style this to go you know, she'll give you a prompt if I'm going to a concert this weekend or whatever. And it's like, you would have to make an outfit based off of the prompts that they gave you. But I don't remember what it was called, but I would like to have a game like that again, just to play to remind me of that. Cause I was obsessed with that. And like, the <laughs> dogs. those were the two games that I played all the time besides like cooking mama, but we all know what happened with cooking mama. So we don't, we don't talk about cooking mama. Yeah. We don't talk, <laughs> we don't talk about, about that cooking situation. Mama. <laughs> that, that does remind me though. Have you heard of the game that's coming out? Fashion dreamer. Yeah, but I just I don't know if it's gonna be the same, and you know I don't like change, yeah. but I am gonna try it though just to see. If I mean, I get that's the, the thing that I think of when I think of that. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, Scott. 
Well, one game that I would love to have at a Nintendo Direct would be either a port or a remaster of Chrono Trigger. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, if there was ever a, a RPG that deserved a remake, it would be Chrono Trigger. Yes. Uh, would you want it like full on remake or would you like a HD 2D style? I want a 2.5D. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I could see that. And so we'll see. We'll see. You never, you never know with Square Enix, you know. <laughs> you so. never do. I mean, they apparently did a Chrono Cross one, so why not Chrono Trigger? <laughs> <laughs> why not? Why not? All right, Will. Uh, I think that this was pretty much obvious. Sega, Skies of Arcadia port, please. Here we go. <laughs> like, oh, how man. many times have I preached to the heavens? Like, just bring Skies of Arcadia anything, anything at all. Like, like Sega, you've been like waiting for like Atlas or what, whatever team. Just like allow anybody else to hold on to your IP, to with your IPs. Fine, like, Skies of Arcadia, please. <laughs> Like, if, if they decide to bring another classic Sega t- title, like, I don't know, yes, I know there's, like, Power Stones, other, like, and, of course, like, the old uh, Sonic Adventure games and all that shit, but, again, Skies of Arcadia, classic gem, just port it. I'll, I'll, I'll happily just take a stinking port or remaster, whatever. Just bring something with that series, because that is a series that everyone should play. I mean, heck, uh, just recently, as well, from the developer interview, but we just had Suda51 bringing back Shadows of the Damned, and he said maybe possibly be portable with you. So yeah, just do, do a Suda. Bring Skies of Arcadia. <laughs> just do it. Yes. <sighs> that and it'll probably help you know all the scalpers not get as much money. Yes. You know how much that <laughs> that Skies of Arcadia on GameCube or even Dreamcast is going for these days. Eesh. More money than I want to use on anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all I can think about right now is will basically being that simpsons meme old man yells at cloud kingdom heart games yeah i know i was gonna say like no not that cloud like an actual cloud (laughs) like skies of arcadia dang you sega no sega's that way i don't care i'm yelling at that cloud so but fine if we're gonna be yelling at clouds allow me to yell at one called metroid prime 4. where the heck is it nintendo (laughs) That's a Hail Mary. <laughs> Where? Where? Actually, I saw a rumor recently that said we might actually get an announcement soon. I'm like, don't give me hope. <laughs> don't, don't do, do that. <laughs> so that's the opposite of do it. Don't do it. All right. Like, where is it, Nintendo? Where? Like, this was, remember, this was announced in 2017. <laughs> and yes, we know it had the total start from beginning. We get it. Okay. And like we said with Tears of the Kingdom, we, we believe in waiting for something to be done so that it can be good. A la Tears of the Kingdom, among other things. But, like, seriously, where the heck is it? We, we at least saw something from Tears of the Kingdom to hold us over until we, we finally got it. Where, where is that for Metroid? We haven't seen a dang thing except that logo that I first, <laughs> that I first thought was Fantastic Four. But I was wrong. Um, <laughs> I did. Tyler is my whistle. I'm like, what is this Fantastic Four? Oh, it's Metroid Prime 4! Like... Ah, memories. Right, Tyler? Oh, right, you're in the Shatterverse. Sorry. Um, Yeah, like, where is it, Nintendo? Seriously. Where is Metroid Prime 4? (sighs) It's nice to dream. (laughs) It's nice to dream. (sighs) It (sighs) is. 
All right, and with that, we're ending this episode of the Nintendo Tamp Podcast. What would you hope to see in a Nintendo Direct should it come this next week or this next month? Let us know. Also, what did you think of the Summer Game Fest, and do you still hate Geoff Keighley? There is no wrong answers as long as the answer isn't no, you don't hate him. So, <laughs> Also, how great was Nick Cage? That's a bonus question for you. Uh, are you are you one of the people who got Octopath Traveler 2? Are you one of the people who aren't going to get Everybody One Two Switch? <laughs> uh, do you, are you up for a Legend of Zelda movie? Should it really be happening? And are you enjoying the Disney Dreamlight Valley update like Faith is? <laughs> Wait, what's that? Crickets? Oh, that's unfortunate. I uh, laughed. No, that was that was a joke, Faith. I was saying that nobody was responding. Oh well, nobody cares about your joke. Oh, Let us know in the comments below. So far, And so far, Falco Wave! Skull Kid Scott, I am Memorial. Well, I am decrying Triforce Todd. Ladies and gentlemen, we are out of time. We are not out of lives. It's like I am not out of tears. But we have made it to the end of the level. So, raise the flag!